Hey, how are you doing? My name is Dean Dwyer, and you are listening to Unrecognizable. And the uh, the idea of this show is very simple. I am teaching you a skill that you have never been taught, which is the ability to change your own behaviors. And the idea is imagine if you could systematically begin to remove the most unproductive behaviors that you have that prevent you from living the life you want. And you learn how to do that. I, I'm, I don't know what you think about that, but for me, that is the secret to happiness. If I can systematically remove every single unproductive behavior that I have or undesirable behavior and move myself towards what it is that I want in life, I don't think there's a better way to live. So uh, this whole, every episode that I, I put out there is about this idea. How do we go about sort of uh, doing that? And today what I wanted to talk about was that at the core of everything that we do is a way of thinking. And if you don't change how you think, you then you, you cannot change how you behave. And if you can't change how you behave, you cannot alter the outcomes that you're looking to produce. And so for me, I'm always looking at sort of shoring up. Sorry, <laughs> it's so awkward what I'm trying to say. I'm always looking to shore up my thinking. I'm always looking to think better. Um, one of the things that I have begun to embrace on this journey is to stop thinking I've got everything all figured out. You know, that what I think is right today may be wrong. I may find out it's wrong tomorrow. So I need to be open to the idea that my ideas are wrong. So I'm constantly sort of challenging not only my own thinking, but other people's thinking as well, too. And one of the concepts that's been out there forever is the concept of a cheat day. And I'll tell you the first t- time that I sort of started thinking about this and kind of realized that it was not, at least for me, was a terrible idea, is years and years ago, I read a book called uh, Body for Life by Bill Phillips. And uh, it it was a great book, actually, when, when when I read it at the time. Can't remember all the concepts, but I do remember that one of the things that he was promoting was like really healthy eating for six days a week. And then on day seven, on Sunday, you could have whatever you wanted. And I remember at the time, and I knew nothing, and I'd had intermittent success to that point. I ended up having intermittent success for about 15 years after I read that book. But I remember at the time thinking, this is a bad idea for me because – Eating whatever I want, in my opinion, I felt like first and foremost, I'm going to undo all the good that I've done for the previous six days because I knew what I was like. You you let me eat whatever I want for a day. I could eat seven days worth of meals in a day. So that was just, like I just thought that's that is just not going to work for me. And so what I ended up doing, my workaround was I thought I can't have an entire day of just undisciplined eating. Um, because the other thing is an, an undisciplined day, uh, you know, also assumes that you get right back on track the next day. And it's like, it's hard. Like you are, you have to work against, uh, every, you know, every instinct that you have, right? We, the brain is wired in such a way where we default to the path of least resistance. It is easy to say, ah, you know what? Let's just extend it to two days. And before you know it, it's three days. And then all your weeks are like that. So I realized that was a bad concept right from the get-go. And so the way I structured it was that I was allowed to have one kind of cheat meal on Sundays. However, what I wanted to talk to you about today is I actually don't have 
cheat meals anymore. I do I believe I believe that it is a fundamentally flawed concept. And I just want to share a couple reasons why I believe that and why I don't do them. And first and foremost for me is this idea that if I have to create a cheat meal, if you think about the concept of what a cheat meal is, a cheat meal is basically saying, listen, you're going to eat a bunch of meals you really don't want to eat and that you don't like, and you're going to force yourself to do that. And the reward for your force is that at the end of the week, you're going to be able to eat whatever it is that you want. The problem with that for me is psychological. Essentially what I'm doing is I am sending a message to my brain that everything that I'm eating for the six and a half days until I get to that cheat meal is basically something I need to tolerate to get to the thing that I really enjoy. That thinking is not sustainable long-term in any area of life, in any area of life. It doesn't work in marriage. It doesn't work at work. It doesn't work with diet. It doesn't work with that. It doesn't work anywhere. So why we think that this is a good idea, I said we have, it's this false idea that has been promoted for a long time by some really big names. I've seen like I know Dwayne Johnson, uh, The Rock, he has a, a, you know, a, a cheat day. There's a lot of really successful people who are promoting this idea. But I think it's a fundamentally flawed approach for, for most people. I'm not saying that you know, I'm not saying that, that, that there aren't people that can navigate it successfully. It's just that it's really, really hard. And I said the first thing for me was I thought I'm basically sending a message to my brain and my body that um, I'm just tolerating these meals I have. And that is not, at least for me, is not sustainable long term. So that was the first thing. And my workaround then was what I ultimately need to do is um, rather than think of the idea of like at the end of the week, I'm going to eat something I really enjoy. What if I flipped the script? What if every meal I ate was super enjoyable? Like I was super excited to eat it. It was super delicious. And that's exactly what I've created for myself is that I only eat foods that I like and I prepare them in a way that I absolutely love. So I true, and I'm not saying this is some sort of, you know, schmoozy sales shtick or whatever it happens to be. I absolutely love every meal that I have. I feel like every meal is a treat. Like I am super excited. I've been, uh, I have the same, uh, so I eat two meals a day. My first meal essentially is always the same. I have oatmeal and I have eggs. And my eggs come with uh, with, with some veggies and um, uh, a healthy fat, which is always avocado or olives. I've just started adding that lately. I am super I love that meal. Like, I love that meal. I put a little bit of cheese on my eggs. Um, like, my, it's an amazing meal. Um, my second meal today is also going to be amazing. And then I, I also create something. Uh, I have some fruit with each meal. I do what I call my, uh, well, my new name is Nature's Ice Cream. Um, the simple name is Banana Blueberry Ice Cream, which is essentially frozen bananas, frozen blueberries, and uh, 25 grams of organic coconut milk sprinkled over top. It is amazing. Like I love every meal I have. And as a result of that, I don't need, like I don't, every meal is a treat. So I don't have to go and, and practice bad eating, which is going to lead to my last point. 
and and I'm gonna I'm gonna share some ridiculous examples to prove how flawed this thinking is, right? So if you think about it, it's like I'm going to eat well for the whole day, or sorry, for the whole week, and then on the seventh day, or you know, one meal on that seventh day, I'm going to reward myself, and my reward is lousy eating. Like I, the reward system that I've put in place is counter to what it is I'm actually trying to do. I'm going to reward myself for good eating by eating poorly. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense and it applies nowhere else in life. So I'm going to give you some ridiculous examples. Imagine someone who is a heroin addict and, you, and the heroin addict says, uh, you know what? I am not going to have heroin for, from Monday to Saturday. But then, as a reward for not having heroin, I'm going to have heroin on Sunday, all day Sunday. No one would listen to that and say, wow, that's really great thinking. That is so smart that you're doing that. Again, same thing with cocaine or any other drug, right? It's absolutely idiotic for us to think that. Imagine somebody who is a a serial philanderer. Right, constantly cheating on their partners, and they say, "You know what? I am going to be faithful Monday to Saturday, and as a reward for being faithful on Monday to Saturday, I'm going to be a total pig, an unfaithful pig on Sunday as a reward for being faithful from Monday to Saturday." Like it, it, I said, nowhere, nowhere in life does that thinking make any sense, and yet. We have bought into this false notion that cheap meals are a good idea. So what I have, what I have begun to work at, first of all, is to recognize that that is actually just, it's terrible thinking. It's terrible thinking that has been promoted forever and people have just blindly bought into it. But it doesn't make any sense psychologically, right? Because what we're doing is we're sending a message to ourselves that we don't like the meals we have and that's not sustainable long term. And it's the reward doesn't actually match with your goals. The, the reward is actually counter to what it is that you're trying to do, right? You're eating well to improve your health. And the reward for that is I'm going to eat something that is detrimental to my health. So what you ultimately want to do is you want, oh, sorry, the other thing that set me off on this, um, uh, I shared an example in my newsletter about um, a, a habit expert who is a wonderful expert, but he cannot make, he doesn't know how to actually turn what he knows into something that he knows how to do. Um, but he was talking about the idea of like, you know, people will reward themselves for exercise as uh, one of their rewards they use is chocolate. <laughs> that's, that's the exact same thing I'm talking about. The reward is counter to what it is you're trying to accomplish. So what we need to do is to make sure that our rewards um, actually are not counter to what it is that we're trying to do. So the reward for great eating is not lousy eating. The reward for great eating might be I am going to uh, take myself, I'm going to go and see a great movie or I'm going to watch a great movie on Netflix or a great TV show or something like that. Or I am going to spend, uh, I'm going to go for a long hike or I'm going to uh, spend time with, with people who I really, really love. Like, those are the kinds of rewards that you want to create. That they need to they need to not actually subtract from the very thing that you're looking to do. It needs it needs to be something that doesn't derail the actual goals that you have. So that's my little rant on why I 
do not uh, embrace this whole idea of cheat days or cheat meals. My goal is to create every single meal that I that I have. I I absolutely love and that and I've been doing that today is day 950. I've been doing that for 950 days. I don't have to have cheat meals because I love everything that I eat and I put a reward system in place that does it does not counter to the very goals that it is that I'm looking to achieve. That is it my friend. Would love to hear your thoughts if you have any questions uh, or what you think about that. Um, you can let me know. As I said, the other thing to keep in mind with this too is that's just my thinking, right? There are people out there that can that can navigate this. I just know f- for myself, I've tried this in the past. It just doesn't make any sense. It's just, I said, for me, it's really about, I want to invest in good quality thinking because good quality thinking leads to good quality behaviors and good quality behaviors lead to good quality, amazing outcomes that compound uh, and make my life better as I get older, not worse. All right, that is it, my friend. We'll talk soon.